if they don't care about our boys, we got to. And this is our job anyway. This is our responsibility, especially in our community. This is our responsibility to get it right. The government is not coming. It's not their job. They're not going to save us. We can't ask women to do no more than they've already done. Women done done all they can do. What else we want them to do, fellas? I mean, really, brothers, we want them to do what? Raise the key, raise some more kids. They're already raising by themselves. You want them to pay some more bills. They're already paying all the bills. So now they the mama, they the daddy, they the father, they the leader, they the, they the police, they the head of the family. It ain't even set up to be that way. As a child growing up in Cleveland, you know, uh, did you ever imagine that you would be in this position to make this kind of impact in young men's life? Uh, no, I mean, absolutely not. This, this wasn't my mission or my dream. My dream when I was in Cleveland was to be one of the premier stand-ups in the country. That's all I ever asked God for. Now, his plan for me was much greater. This ain't who you want to play with. Right? <laughs> you do your little movie scene, try to act like a professional about it, go on about your business. Did you tell yeah, him? Yeah, I told him. He was all on TV. I said, hey, son, this ain't how you go. She got money. She got money. Your little next movie, get bought. <laughs> <laughs> So that was interesting. For you, I don't, yeah. I don't have a celebrity center or anything like okay. that. Would you mind if I, you know, had somebody who, oh. who knew about how to do that stuff <laughs> talk to you about it? Hey, could you come on out? Because I got somebody that can help you with this. Lord, <laughs> 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 no, hey, Holly, how you doing, bro? Good to see you, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. You ain't got all this time you keep thinking you got. I told you, Tyler, you ain't Michael Douglas. You can't wait till you 70. But women have had enough. What is the problem with men of this generation? Ladies, do you understand the mindset of a man? You are never going to win in the game of love. Like a lady, but think like a man. Now, one book is changing the game. What are your short term goals? What are your long term goals? What are your views on relationships? Who are you, Oprah? I could use a nightcap. She has this five date rule before I get invited up. We like friends without benefits. She thinks I'm a chef on the rise. She's going to run when I tell her the truth. I'm totally screwed. Mom, what is this? It's the new read for my book club. Family for you, Steve Harvey. He's doing something to the Hey, Megan. You can I come to really, school, Shut up. <laughs> you can come to Sunday school. We're going to be discussing it on Monday. What are you talking about? You're taking the joke too far. just going to be a bunch of jokes about your mustache. It is not, and I'm not going to be here long because it's like 108 degrees, and the last thing I want is for your mustache to get frizzy. So, but I do love you, and I think you're a kind man. You're an advocate for women, which I think is a very important thing. I read your book. It did not help me get a man, but I liked it. I'm here, and I really don't want to speak long. I'm here because I love this man so much. He is a 
very talented, very funny, very, very kind man, and that matters to me, because I think comedy can be funny and you can be kind, and that's who he is, Steve Harvey. You know, the hardest working man in show business right now, Family Feud, radio, the, the Daily Show, the Steve Harvey Show, you know, and everything that's just going on, it's movies. Finding the time to do this, do you feel like it's necessary to continue to take you to the next level? Well, this is one of the most important works that I do. I think that God put me in a position, all that other stuff, to be this. This is a part of what it's really about. That I've uh, taken the fame that he's bestowed upon me and I've tried to use it in a way to be beneficial to some young men who otherwise might not get these opportunities to sit with positive men and, and hear what manhood is really about. And so, I mean, I'm grateful for the opportunity myself. You know, this camp is not just for boys, but it's for me too. It helps me be better. It, it helps me try harder. It helps me work harder. Because I know I got so many cats counting on me. If I don't come up with the money, what these 120, 120 boys gonna do? So it keep me hopping and hustling a little bit, you know. And then I come out here and every year I say, man, I ain't gonna keep spending this kind of money. I spend a little bit more the next year and then I, I meet some kids, I fall in love with them. I, I hear these stories, cause there's way more than the father missing. There's some, there's some stories out here, some real situations. I got a kid out here who uh, signed himself up for the camp got picked. His best friend is 25 years old. He introduced him to his family, took him in the house. They act, treated him with respect and everything. Two weeks ago, he go out of town. His friend go over his house, raping, rapes and murders his aunt that he was living with just two weeks ago. He had to camp. He just had enough today, just broke down crying about it. You know, he feel responsible because if he had never met this boy and brought him over his house, his aunt still be living. Of course, the grandmother ain't helping him because she dumping it on him. If you had never bought that boy by here, she'd be living. How fast that, I don't know, but them stories is out here. And so, you know, we, we, you know, we more than mentors sometimes. You know, we got counselors out here. We got, they had to go to, then one boy came out here his father died last night. We got him in grief counseling. It's a lot of stories out here. I got a mother out here with her son. They homeless. So when they finish this week right here, they ain't got nowhere to go. I got a lady who left her job to save her son's life down here. She got permission by her company to leave. Second day in, too many consecutive days missing. They fired a woman. Good call on the original recipe. Yeah, good call. Oh, love this stuff. Yeah, totally. I kind of wolf mine down. <laughs> What's the matter? I think I ate the bones. I think I ate the bones. I ate the bones! I ate the bones! Settle down. I ate the bones! KFC original recipe. Now available without the bone. Freshly prepared white or dark meat chicken. Boneless and skinless. Try two delicious mouth-watering pieces in a combo for only $4.99. Today tastes so good. My baby girl is in my heart, and to finally get her to the point where she sounds good, looks good, and feels good about her singing, 
and to be able to put on a record with me and Drake was it's a dream come true, man. It made her so happy. It's, it's, it's the coolest feeling in the world, you know what I mean? Like, the connection with God, you know, I think the kids are, like, the closest thing to God. It's like, no matter what's going on in your life, you know, especially on a bad day, like, when you can just pick your kid up from school and it just all goes out the window. Just having, you know, something else be about somebody other than myself. Well, other than her. <laughs> My favorite part about being a father I think um, watching them discover new stuff, you know what I'm saying, being able to give them advice and then see their advice work. We also asked a few of Hollywood's leading ladies to share fond memories of their fathers. It's interesting because my dad is, is one of the funniest people I know. My dad's a really funny guy, so I think in a lot of my work, I'm sort of relying on my mother's influence, but in a movie like this, this is all my dad. My dad is silly and funny and you know, warm-spirited and generous, and he loves the movie, and I think any comedic bone that I have in my body, I owe to my dad, for sure. I love my dad. My dad has, is, as I get older, I start to appreciate his lectures more. Um, he has insight and wisdom that, as a kid, I couldn't appreciate, but now, as an adult, um, I am learning to respect his journey and what he had to go through to become the man that he is, and I just want to sit and talk to him all the time. Well, my father passed away when I was younger, um, but although he did, he was very, what I remember is very loving and very giving. And one of the first things when I'm dating a, a man, I think, would he be a good father? I'm grateful for the fathers who, are, I just want to give a, you know, a shout out to the dads who are actually there and in their kids' lives. Cause it's so important. But, um, yeah, it's more just like love and, and giving and, and putting family first. For more on the Fresh Father series, keep it locked on Vibe.com. Enter to win a free trip to Vegas by logging on to Vibe.com forward slash Fresh Fathers. So we got to do better. I got four daughters. I ain't met but one guy I'm willing to give one of them to. She getting married in October. The rest of them I just keep them myself. Because what I ain't going to do is give mine to no man that don't know how to treat her. Because I check them at the door. If you ain't good, I know right away I'll get rid of you. Might take me a couple weeks, but you're gone. You, know, you, you have to use the right words. Yes, sir. Most of them comes in the form of a death threat. And just right. keep your body tight. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely, that's real. Um, and ex you, you talked about accepting the responsibility that it's on us. Um, from the entertainment perspective, comedians, entertainers, hip-hop artists, sports people, whoever, a lot of these people have come through this camp and have given their time as well since uh, I've been coming through here. What do you have to say to those who haven't, who could maybe accept a little bit more responsibility to help build it? Well, I don't really, I don't really look at it that way because, you know, like I get say all the time I hear like guys will go, hey Steve, man, you're doing some great work, man. If I can be of any assistance, call me. Well, I got a lot to do to be calling you. You know we over here. You got a newspaper, you don't see the problems we got. You don't see the murders going on up in Chicago. You ain't heard about what's happening down here in South Dallas. You're not familiar with the gang situation in LA. You don't know that the Crips is over there blooding and all this here up in New York. You ain't familiar with this right here? Well, I got to call you. You already know what's happening. So if you want to help, then here we are. I don't make phone calls. 
I, I refuse to do that because I don't have time. I could be talking to one of these boys instead of calling a celebrity going, hey man, can you come through? Uh, call my people, check my schedule. <laughs> the ones that come through, I appreciate it. The ones that don't, I ain't mad at them because I've never been turned down by a celebrity anyway, to be honest with you, because I ain't never asked none of them. So that way, I don't feel no ill towards any of them. Plus, a lot of them do have programs on their own, different foundations that they've committed to, so I understand it. But the ones that's out there that ain't got no foundation but ain't doing nothing, they got to look around and figure out what they can do, man. Because we got to save these boys. We got to save our sons. We, we, this is not an option. Definitely. So in, in, in doing so, um, can you give me a time where a person in seeing all that you do says, Steve, give you that phone call. I want to come help. You know, what, what kind of, you know, I, I'll be there, you know, just from seeing your example and what you're doing. Oh, I get that a lot. Like, it's a ball player out here from Seattle Seahawks. I just met the day a frat brother, he came out. I got another frat brother born on the same day as me. He owns six Mooyah Burgers around town. He came out here and fed all the kids yesterday, free. I didn't ask him, he just came out here and said, man, I got this. I know you're busy, I don't even want to trip on you. But when I do get the call, I open up my door. I mean, come on, man, come on, it's plenty to do. We need two things out here. We need more men and we need more money. And that's all to it. I don't need another lady out here to do nothing. My daughters run the foundation. They take care of all the logistics. All I need is men and money. Men and money. And if you ain't got no money, you still a man. See, I, that's what's amazing to me. So, you know, I learned. I go to these churches and ask for volunteers. They stand up in church. They raise their hand in front of the pastor. Then on show day, I can't find them. I quit going down there too. So. The men that come, the men that come, the men that come from the mosque, the men that come from the churches, the men that come from the league, them the ones I work with. And they, and they all welcome and I accept everything. This ain't no religious camp. My faith ain't got to match up what yours say, but it's just one God. You call him what you want to call him. You just got to call him. You got to call him. Now what you call him is no business of mine. I say whatever floats your boat, do what you do. Because at the end, who am I? I can't tell another man what you're doing. I ain't got no time for that. It all seems to work for me. So whoever you are, whatever your faith is, I'll take it, you know. So what do you think? I know you said women have done enough. That woman who's having a problem with her son right now, her sons, what can, what's the best thing that she can do from the advice of a man? She has to find a suitable male role model. There is no exception for a male role model. There are none. It's got to be an uncle, a cousin, a grandfather, a member at the mosque, a member at the church. you got to find a suitable male role model. Because I don't care what you do. You can turn your boy into a good citizen, polite, a great student, a law-abiding citizen, God-fearing. Uh, you can turn him into all of that. What you cannot turn him into is a man because you don't have one ounce of the skill set to be a man yourself. So how can a woman teach a boy how to be a man? That's a man's job. That's what's wrong with our society today. It ain't enough men teaching boys how to be men, so now they're forming their own ideas about it. Now because our videos is so sick with violence and all of that, these young kids play video games with inundate their mind with violent thoughts. But now on a video game, when you get killed, you get another pellet 
and wake up and you got more energy. You shoot him, he come up behind another rock. These kids out here, they see that, they don't understand the finality of it all. So they go out in the street, they shoot their friend, they shoot their enemy. He don't come back. But on none of the video games, when you kill a person, do you go to prison. On no video game do you get arrested and go to jail. But in real life, though, when you murder a person, you go into jail. Now him and you gone. And see, that's what I hate about this. And then that we allow the lyrics of our music to inundate our young people's minds too, especially girls. They, we've now got girls thinking that they should go after boys. When that started happening? How we let that pop off? So we, we've allowed some things to happen and it's our job to turn it around. It's my generation's fault anyway. If we had to talk the first generation of rappers really what manhood really was. The ones that started coming through with that gangster thing and pulled their coat and disallowed it, this wouldn't even be happening to us today. So now, those of us that know better gotta teach better. We gotta show better. And that's, that's what I feel it really is, man. What, what would you say to the person, Steve? Dog, man, I ain't got no money, dog. I'm a man, but you know, I ain't got no money. I mean, what can I do? You got all that money, and you out there, and, and them people, and then, I mean, I can't do nothing, just me. What do you have to say to that person who's a man who's saying something like that? Well, I done paid for the ranch. I done bought all the food. I done paid for all the equipment. I got all the fish in the lake. I got the fishing rods. I ain't never asked nobody to come out here for a dollar. I pay it myself. Okay, now. But what I need is men. And manhood ain't got nothing to do with your financial structure. See, I've been a man a long time, but I ain't had nothing for no long time. I was still a man. Now I'm just a man with some means now. But I ain't no better man than you, him, or none of these other men. There's men out here that know exactly what manhood is. Make 200 a week, what I care. I ain't never asked no man for, if you won't come out here and bring me a check. I ask you to come out here and spend some time with these boys, give them a number they can call so they can run something by somebody before they act on it. I got a boy out here right now who was in my program in Atlanta. I drove up that Friday night, him and his mama outside, she just crying, begging him not to go. His partner called him, he had been stabbed that night, a friend of his. He called him, said, man, come over here with me, we're gonna get some guns, we're gonna go back and get them. Mama, I got to go. He my friend, what you want me to do? I'm down with it. I talk him out of going. But Mr. Harvey, I ain't afraid to die. Yeah, I know. Ain't nobody afraid to die. I hear that, because death is just a fleeting moment. See, when you die, you don't have the time to think about it. It's over. It's easy to say you ain't afraid to die. I bet you scared of getting killed, though. See? So I say, son, three things can happen. You can go over there and wind up in prison. The next worst thing could happen is you could get killed. He said, well, what's the third worst thing? I said, you could get shot in the neck and be paralyzed from the neck down for the rest of your life. How about that? He didn't go. I called his friend that night, talked him out of this revenge conversation. Couldn't get him to the mentoring camp, but the boy came back the next day. That boy is now a junior counselor here and he at Alabama State University. I got boys going to SMU, 
I got boys going to Delaware State. I got boys on full ride going to Morehouse. I got boys, man, that came here and changed. I got a boy that was beating his mama. She put deadbolt locks on her door at night so when she get in, she can lock herself in. Because if he come in and she wake up and he taking money out of her purse, he'll hit her. I had him out here last year. He was failing every course. We've been tracking him. The lowest grade he got is a B. His mother sends us notes all the time. I can't believe my son is the most polite, courageous boy. She cry all the time. The program works. So what they got to do with money? You know? We just need more men. We need more men of color too, man. That's what we need. Yes, sir. What would be the last thing you can say in addition to that to our readers? The people who might be viewing. Well, I say this right here. This is a problem that we can solve ourselves, but it's going to take real men to solve it. This is not a female problem. Our community is a male problem. Too many of us have chosen the wrong, wrong way to exhibit our manhood. Too many of us have been misdirected about which way we are as men. Too many of us just ain't trying to be men at all. Too many of us is behind bars. It's too many of us. So those of us that ain't made no ill-fated choice about our manhood and those that ain't behind bars, we got to do something about it. We got to change the way these boys is thinking and the way these boys is acting so we can change our community. We do that, man. We be in jackpot. We got to change it. That's all. And last question. What would be your greatest examples of mentorship in your own personal life? My father, my father, with a third grade education. Slick, Jesse Slick Harvey. He died when I was 43. Taught me more about manhood than I've ever, I've ever, I cannot tell you what he's taught me. With a third grade education. Real simple stuff. He says, son, remember this. Best thing you can do for poor people is not be one of them. Right, right. Just third grade logic. He said, son, remember this. I hear my father all the time. Everybody come with you, can't go with you. You got to shake them friends of yours that ain't on the same mission you on, because they're going to slow you down. Everybody come with you, can't go with you. Best thing you can do for poor people is not be one of them. I done shook most of the haters in my life, and I done tried to make a little money so I can quit being poor. But I had 38 solid years of poverty though, so I was drenched in it pretty deep. <laughs> I'm an expert at poverty, sir. Yes, sir. That way if they take all this from me, I'm gonna get it back. I know how to come back, because I know how it's done. I know I learned the secrets. Mm. So I can get it back, but I gotta tell you though, woo People be talking about money can't buy you happiness. Okay, poverty can't buy you nothing though. <laughs> right. New car might not make you happy, but you be riding better. A big house ain't a home, but a lot of places to walk around in it. Be kind of nice to have a swimming pool. Be kind of nice just when the first of the month come around, your butt, and, your butt don't got to tighten up with lemon juice because it's the first. When the first come in my life, it's just here. I got a lot of bills, but I pay them. I, I, I just got tired of the first of the month being that butt-gripping, Man, I'd be damn near ulcer at the first of the month. Then I'm, I'm five days late with the rent. Now I got some charges on top of that. 
By the time I get to rent, pay the light, late charges, it's the 15th. Two weeks later, they back talking about rent again. I couldn't believe it. I just paid y'all. Yeah, but you two weeks late. I've been through that whole cycle, man. It's better now. Yes, sir. It's better now. All right, brother. Yes, sir. Good work, good work.